This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So we emailed them a list of 13 questions relating to all the areas that we're covering in this video, and Roblox replies, It is clear to us from the nature of the questions that they are not from a place of objective inquiry, and therefore, rather than addressing them individually, we think it's important- Oh, you got debate road. You got debate road. It's clear this is not good faith. You know, you're not really coming in good faith. I, I like, can't take you seriously, all right? Sorry, sorry. If you don't know what Roblox is, Roblox is a, uh, let's, uh, you could call it a game, but it's more of a creation tool to make your own games and worlds. And that in and of itself, I am super for. I think that's really cool. Like, I, I'm so old that the only thing we had was, like, Game Maker Studio uh, and Click Team or whatever those things were. But they were for, like, you know, if you were young and you wanted to make video games uh, and you were really inspired, uh, you could. And you, you didn't need to learn programming. Uh, they were all uh, very simple and intuitive, uh, similar to how things like Mario Maker and Little Big Planet work, except instead of only making Mario uh, games and Little Big Planet levels, uh, you basically can make everything. Uh, and you can, well, as much as you can push the limits of their, their little mini engine, right? Uh, and so we had Legos, Legos. This is, uh, so this is, that's basically what Roblox, Roblox is. The problem. Content warning. With Roblox is last time we watched this dude's video on Roblox, he basically exposed how the whole company is very predatory on children because it allows them to sell their games. It also allows them to promote their games using this uh, in in uh, Roblox currency uh, that they have. Uh, but apparently, it gets way way worse, way 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 worse. Roblox reached out to these content producers. Uh, and I mean, it's people make games. It's a moderately big channel, 231,000 subscribers, uh, and apparently pressured them to delete their video. And a huge, a huge, like fucking kudos to you. Instead of uh, caving to pressure or accepting whatever Roblox uh, buyout was offered to you, apparently they doubled down, dug deeper, and found way, way shadier shit. And we're talking about child labor and child exploitation courtesy of roblox in this video we will be displaying explicit messages that were sent to a minor but we'll be giving you another warning before it happens so it's been a few months since people made games released our video titled how roblox is exploiting oh shit did my stream get shut down young uh, game developer no no i just hit pause it's it's me i'm boomerang out everybody in it, we shone a light on how Roblox, which is today one of the largest video games in the world, encourages children to make games on its platform, only to give them a tiny fraction of the revenue that their games make. We had concerns about the extent to which Roblox is a system that predates on child creativity, and overwhelmingly, you folks shared those concerns. With game developers the world over reacting with shock and anger at how Roblox was treating its creators. But I'll tell you who else had an interesting reaction to our reporting, Roblox Corporation. You might remember a part in the last video where we talked about a page on Roblox.com that told kids they could make serious cash. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Ayn uh, DJ Cooper. Like, it is teaching kids about capitalism. It, it, I mean, it's definitely, it's an early lesson. It's like, hey, you're going to get fucked over by some major corporation. All your hard-earned hours, you're not going to get paid for your labor. Your labor is going to be exploited. So, you're growing up real fast, Timmy. 
Go go make some more Roblox games. Ash, after our video was released, this was silently removed from the platform. But this was just an appetizer of what was to come. As a result of the first video blowing up, we had a lot of members of the Roblox community reach out to us because they felt we'd only just scratched the surface and they wanted oh, to tell shit. us about other huge and unfair problems with the platform that they felt so here were going this. unreported. And that's what this video is. This is us reporting our findings from the interviews we conducted with those people. So with this in mind, we reached out to Roblox again. You see, when we were researching the first video, we emailed them asking for an interview or comment and they did not respond. But with half a million views in our pocket, we reached out to Roblox to say that we were working on a follow-up and this time, Roblox's new Senior Director of Corporate Communications and Public Affairs offered to speak to us on the phone to see if we could arrange an interview. Spoiler, we did not succeed at arranging a straight interview. However, during that call, Roblox told us that our first video contained a number of errors going as far as to suggest that we take our video off YouTube. Now we asked Roblox again and again what these errors were and we never once got a straight answer. Mm. Closest we got was Roblox sending us to a link to a blog. By the way, those kind of scare tactics, don't let them intimidate you everybody. It's happened to me and it's happened to me frequently because like I don't have millions and millions of dollars to go to court if someone's like, yeah, I'm going to sue you for slander. Uh, I'm going to sue you for libel, right? Like, like ultimately, I'll be like, oh, shit. I mean, I can definitely afford to buy the consult of a lawyer and find out what they say. But the lawyer's advice most likely is going to be something like, well, I mean, uh, if you just uh, take the video down, uh, you won't have to face uh, any possible um, litigation. So if you want to avoid litigation altogether, why not just do what they ask you to do, right? If you do have the money and the power to defend yourself and stand up for what is right, though, uh, which I'm hoping that these individuals do, then you can actually set precedence if you take goes all the way to court or if it doesn't set precedence you can definitely fuck over some major corporation who's trying to just strong arm you in order to silence you whereas like I, I love the fact that it's like yeah like then give us specifics what what did we lie about what what did we get wrong what was factually incorrect that warrants us taking a video down because we were like either uh, being misleading or we reported something incorrectly post from somebody with the online handle EcoScratcher asking us, do you plan on editing or removing the video based on some of the things the author raises? But this post immediately misquotes us, it misinterprets our argument, the original draft of it got my name wrong. In the description <laughs> of this video you will find a link to EcoScratcher's post as well as a link to an unlisted video that we made going point by point explaining why we don't think any of it undermines our reporting. Our team was, and still is, amazed that Roblox Corporation, a company valued in the tens of billions of dollars, chose to lean on a post like this in order to pressure us to take down our reporting. Because that's what this is, by the way. So no, People Make Games has not taken down our original video, but we have Hell made yeah. this one instead. This video is divided into four parts. Hell yeah. Part one, Roblox's unregulated managers. Part two, moderation and child safety. Part three, did you know there's an entire stock market baked into this game's official store in which children are encouraged yeah, to gamble man. real Sue money? Back for Seriously, fees. how have people not reported on this yet? Come to think of it, how did we miss it in the first video? And part four, Roblox's black markets. So, let's start with the fact that as Roblox has gotten more popular in recent years, it's developed a new safety issue that runs totally contrary to the platform's core idea of letting kids safely just make games for other kids. I have no idea how you fix this, by the way. But it says, cool dude. Did they lie to me? Is he not a cool dude? It seems completely disastrous. So back in the day, Roblox's central proposition was straightforward. Individual kids could play around with tools and make games for other kids and maybe make money. But as Roblox has gotten more players, at the time of this video, it has 47.3 million users every day. The most popular games on the planet. Wait, what? There's more people Robloxing than there is Canadians. That's wild. 47 million? Holy shit. I didn't know it was that popular.
platform have been making more and more money. Which means there's more and more competition to be among the popular games that Roblox users actually play. Which means today- Well, yeah, again, like you have the user base of an entire fucking country. Less and less of the games on Roblox- Sorry, are bigger than a lot of countries. Larger than a lot of countries for population. The work of just one person. Mostly, the popular games are made by whole teams of people who are improving the scripting, modeling, the sound, and are churning out updates to keep people playing. And this is Roblox working as intended. During the keynote at the Roblox Developer Conference in 2018, CEO David Bazooki oh, predicted wow, that in the next five years there would be a game on Roblox developed by a company of 100 people. To Roblox Corporation, better games made by bigger teams are a sign of the platform's success. But what this means is that Roblox Corporation is still using the language of, hey kids, come get creative and make games in a way that parents are always going to be cool with. But in actual fact, the reality is significantly more complicated. Think of it like this. Everyone's okay with kids making games for Roblox because its games and tools are designed as a allegedly child safe environment. But the bigger Roblox's development teams get, the less work is done in these environments. Today, more and more people who want to take their Roblox development career seriously, develop marketable skills like animation or programming for Roblox, and then leave the platform to sell their skills in a totally unregulated cluster of virtual communities, mostly Discord servers. Signing contracts, or worse, having no contract at all with bosses who might have no experience in management and might be a child themselves. And Roblox does not moderate anything that happens out here because technically it didn't happen on Roblox.com. Or think of it like this, Roblox is saying, come and make games. Legally speaking, your child isn't entering the workforce. But if you then say, okay, who is my child working for? Roblox says, I don't know. Will they pay my <laughs> child fairly? I don't know. Will they mistreat my child? I don't know. Is it safe for my child to do this? Oh, absolutely. But if something does happen to my child, there's simply no way to be sure. Will you be taking action against those responsible? No. One Roblox developer reached out wow. to tell us their story. Jordan, not their real name, joined the team behind a popular yeah, Roblox- Yeah, this, this is the app economy. This is fucking Ubers and DoorDash, but for kids. They figured out how to capture a very large and untapped labor force and market it. That is fucked up game that saw them being paid a percentage of the game's revenue. Then, when the owners of that game left to start work on their next game, Jordan thought, this is my chance. I planned out for spring break, okay, spring break, I'm gonna work like 60 hours this week. So basically I kind of crunched. Then we released the update and- Dude, like you self-crunched on spring break? Oh man, no. Go out, kids, go out, have fun. Uh, you know, be free range, R run in the fields, touch the grass, eat some of it, or don't, but like, yeah, don't, don't sit at home during spring break coding 60 hours, god damn. It was wildly successful, it brought the game to the number one position, and then they decided I was making too much. So they finally told us about the company that they had incorporated. The people that Jordan was working for had, without telling anybody, formed a company. Meaning that Jordan wasn't a partner anymore, they were now legally an employee. After like going months of not managing the game, after the game's been wildly successful due to us as the workers, they decided to start managing the game. And then... Is your stripper name Sir Lancelot or half C word? <laughs> Thank you very much for the $10 and the dono. You're not... You're not pulling me into the discourse. I am not. I'm not getting pulled into the discourse. I have already stated emphatically. Okay, let's focus. Them telling me that I wasn't working hard enough. They started kind of making veiled threats that I was replaceable. Then they decided. We decided that this percentage cut, this you know revenue split, isn't viable for the long term, and so we're going to pay you fixed salaries from now on, which you can increase by working harder. 
So did Jordan then fight for better treatment or try and warn other people about the C-word bosses? discourse. No. Because of how Roblox is structured, Jordan decided that the smart move was just to quit and keep quiet. Frankly, there's like a culture in Roblox against speaking out. It's just like reputation and like job security in the future. Because like in Roblox, if you have a bad reputation with the community, you're going to have a harder time getting job offers or even offering people jobs. Jordan's situation is sad, but not in any way surprising. The way that Roblox is structured, individual users can take unilateral control over games and the revenue that those games bring in. And Roblox has set up no obvious outreach program for developer abuse. In fact, talking about what your boss did to you on the official Roblox developer forums falls under the category of harassment. And since there's no platform for Roblox developers to talk about this stuff, it's impossible to know how common these shady business practices are. Now, while we weren't able to arrange a straight interview with Roblox, they did tell us that they were happy to go through a normal question and answer process and provide statements. So we emailed them a list of 13 questions relating to all the areas that we're covering in this video, and Roblox replies, It is clear to us from the nature of the questions that they are not from a place of objective inquiry, and therefore, rather than address them individually, we think it's important- Oh, you got debate broed. You got debate broed. It's clear this is not good faith. You know, you're not really coming in good faith. I, I like can't take you seriously, all right? Sorry, sorry. We take a step back and present the fuller picture when it comes to our approach to moderation and the creator community. And that was followed by six bullet points that we'll be reading as appropriate. But here's the headlines. We asked Roblox, many of Roblox's young developers are working under other young developers with no oversight. What options does a Roblox developer have if they experience exploitation or unfair treatment working for another Roblox developer? And what tools have you provided Roblox users to know if they are being exploited by the people they're working with? Roblox chose not to answer those questions. Instead, they sent us this statement. Roblox takes reports of abuse very seriously, and where a violation of our standards is found, we take action on our platform against the accused. I'm not sure how much comfort that's going to bring to Jordan, but let's move on to part two. When talking about problems with Roblox's moderation, it is hard to know where to start. The side of the moderation that makes the best headlines are the games that simply should not be there. Like this Wired article on the fascist role-playing games, or this Rolling Stone article on the tr- What? 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 Oh. I, uh, this is the the other side of Roblox I didn't know. Fascist games? Strip club scenes? Roblox. Some earning Robux giving lap dances in virtual clubs. Wow. We have Nazi Roblox uh, simulators. Trolls who are always coming up with new ways to hide sex games on Roblox. To hear Roblox's players tell it, the moderation is infuriating because it simply works when it's not supposed to and doesn't work when it is supposed to. With automated filters offering unfair temporary bans for using words like fat, gay, and pill, while still leaving enough scammers on the platform that the BBC chose to issue a warning. To hear Roblox developers tell it? Well, we actually have a story about moderation from a Roblox developer coming up later in this video. For now, we're going to tell just one story, and again, it relates to how Roblox's community has long since outgrown Roblox.com with its questionable moderation, and today often has no moderation at all. The official Roblox forums, not the developer forums, were shut down in 2017 with Roblox explaining that they didn't feel they could create a, quote, constructive and positive environment. The Roblox wiki adds this. It is commonly believed that the shutdown was the direct result of a YouTuber known as Isotoxic raiding the forums just a day earlier, along with the infamous post by Jared Pogi123 Kaber on October 1st of that year, which linked to an illegal child sexual abuse site. 
So to clarify, because Roblox couldn't make their forum safe, they decided to instead shut the whole thing down. Yeah. Today, the Roblox community is found on Discord, YouTube, Twitter. Even the Roblox developer forums are very, very quiet when compared to all of the unofficial Roblox developer Discord servers. So today, Roblox sees kids and celebrity developers mingling and Roblox saying, if it didn't happen on Roblox.com, it's not our responsibility. Ah, Rather than explain so, why this- Well, yeah, it's just all about liability. Limiting liability. This is a problem. Instead, we're going to report on one young girl's experience. So not that Kate, my 14-year-old loves it. Oh no. Well, stay tuned. Watch the whole thing. Make sure they're not getting exploited or worse. So after this channel's last video on Roblox, a number of concerned parties got in touch with us to see if we could force Roblox to act regarding a Roblox developer with a few nicknames, including Dr. Rofatnik and Jaden Shedletsky. The person you're about to hear speak is Sarah, not her real name. When Sarah first met Doc in a Discord server, Doc was 24 and he knew that Sarah was 12. Oh, fuck. Content warning, y'all. Uh, he had mentioned his Roblox fan game, and I was like, hey, I like Roblox too. He was making a Roblox Sonic fan game, two things that had caught my interest at the time. So I asked him about it. Next thing I know, I get like five pings, and he sends me a bunch of gifts of it. He's sending me progress of it already. I, he was the one who uh, started taking the inappropriate jokes into DMs first. He kept encouraging it, saying that it was okay to make these jokes. It's it's not illegal, it's not breaking any laws, even though it was literally sexting. It was, it got to ERP level at one point. This flirtation continued for a few months, but Sarah made friends within these games' communities, and so hung around for years, with Doc continuing to act controllingly and inappropriately. It wasn't until 2020 that Sarah's friends were able to convince her that this behavior was not okay, and helped her to come forward with evidence of Doc's behavior. However, as anyone who's been following the Me Too movement will know, coming forward like this often has devastating consequences for the victim. It was relieving somewhat at the same time, like, because, like, I want to do something about Doc for a long time. Then, like, a little after that, it was really anxiety-inducing seeing everybody start to formulate arguments. And then, the first, like, real bad thing that happened uh, to me personally was when I randomly got pinged by somebody who actually does work for SEO. And fun fact, when he was 11 years old and he pretended to be a girl, Doc had also flirted with him before me. And he was just like, oh. dude, what the f is your problem? Doc rejects you. And now you, and, and you, you turn right around and try ruining his life for attention. And I was like, what the f are you talking about? Doc released a video denying the allegations, going as far as including this audio of the developer still working under him, defending his character. The DMs that were exchanged between Jaden and the victims were not okay, but Jaden is by no means a pedophile. He understands the clear dividing line between jokes and serious harmful actions against others. I'm just saying what he did was extremely wrong, and I agree with you all of that, but he's not a f***ing pedophile. <laughs> so let me start by apologizing for the things I've said. I know I shouldn't have said those things regardless of the context. Moving forward, I will not have this behavior. While I will not defend myself for the things I said explicitly, I will protect myself from the blatant attempt at character assassination. For as distasteful as the comments I made are, they weren't genuine, nor were they filled with intent. I did actually self-harm after the response video came out. Oh I mean, my I thought god. My reputation How does it keep getting worse? What the fuck? <laughs> destroyed now, you know? Well, anyone who had any involvement in SEO is gonna see this. Now, after Sarah and her friends came forward with evidence of Doc's behavior, Roblox did delete Doc's personal account. However, this in no way removes this accused yeah, user from the no, platform. I'm, I'm sorry, like what? Like, how, how did you get multiple people to be like, you know, uh, he may be many things, you know, uh, a developer, a coder, uh, a pedophile, but he is not a pedophile. Like, what, what are you talking about? If you're telling, like, 12-year-olds all that kind of shit, like, no. Just, like, that's it's not something you just, like, hide behind. It was just a bunch of jokes for the lols. Like, what the fuck? It's very, very prevalent in games, sadly. Fuck. Or stops his income. 
Before Doc's account was deleted, he transferred ownership of his Sonic games to an account created specifically to hold them. According to Sarah's friends, they have asked Roblox to do something about this by using the moderation tools, emailing Roblox, asking Roblox's moderators on social media, and even delivering a handwritten note to Roblox headquarters. And the Ghostung, thank you for these seven months. Games are still there. While working on this piece, we were sent a 40-minute video of Roblox community members harassing a developer who has since left the development team. Yeah, because you're stupid and you work with a pedophile and he pays you. Of course you're gonna disagree. I don't really care for the money that, honestly. It's more of convenience. It's quite something, this video. You're watching a mob of people harangue a young developer for working for an alleged abuser because they feel there's no way they're gonna get a response from Roblox. We sent Roblox the following questions. After banning the creator of the game Sonic Simulator from Roblox.com, does Roblox still intend to leave the games on the platform generating revenue for the creator? And if someone is banned from Roblox, what safeguards are in place to stop them from making a new account and continuing their behavior? Included in the bullet points Roblox sent us were these responses. We have a large, expertly trained team with thousands of members dedicated to protecting our users and monitoring 24-7 for inappropriate content, and developers removed from our platform for policy violations also lose access to monetizing. That's not true! That's what all of these people are trying to tell them again and again. Doc is still publicly leading the development of his Sonic games, as this recent update video from him proves. Doc's ban did nothing. He's still making money for Roblox and paying developers to come and work under him. Hello oh, everyone, shit. Chris here with a quick addition to this video as Quinns was actually away when this part came through. So we also got in contact with Doc to give him an opportunity to comment on what we've just shown you. And here is his response. Now you can pause the video and read through the message in full if you'd like to, but perhaps most importantly, he tells us that the messages that were originally released by Sarah and two others who came forwards in 2020, some of which you've seen recreated in this video, were taken out of context. Although later on, he does also refer to his interactions as having been immature, problematic, and Taken out of context. People were fucking joking about that in chat. They're like, oh yeah, the, but the context, uh, the context. Yeah, no, it was unfairly, unfairly clipped. Acceptable. He also claims that those messages were not the reason he was even banned from Roblox in the first place. And in a follow-up told us that another Sorry one of his accounts that, was banned for something which led to several accounts being banned in one go, including his main one. But he didn't wish to explain what that ban was actually for. And finally, in relation to his role on the Sonic Eclipse online team, he says, SEO follows my original vision, but that vision has been entrusted to other people to execute the blueprint. If any staff members ask me specifically about that project, I will answer them. Which makes it sound like he's what? A, an advisor? An external consultant? You're probably asking, what's up with the rest of SEO? Where is it at? Well, we've been making some stellar progress as of right now, and we actually have a bunch of things... But if we look at this video published on his channel in April of this year, you'll have heard Doc talking about his big plans for the game and his team, including this bit. We're an 11-member team steadily regaining our footing. That's Doc's avatar at the top there with the words owner, director, programmer, and animator next to it, which again raises the question, has Doc's role and influence changed in any meaningful way since Roblox was first alerted to the sexual messages he sent to a 12-year-old girl? The fact that these messages happened on Discord should not justify Roblox remaining silent. In any other workplace, if someone was accused of harassment, for example, whether that was through Slack or Gchat, or personal DMs or whatever form, it's still the responsibility of that company to take things seriously. And again, it's worth pointing out here that we've asked Roblox about Doc continuing to earn an income on their platform, and they chose not to answer that question directly. Now, from the upsetting to the just plain unbelievable. I cannot believe we missed this in our first video. I can't believe the market analysts missed this when Roblox became a publicly traded company and went through an exhaustive valuation. So, Roblox is one of the largest sources of children's entertainment today, right? Think about other big children's brands like Lego or Disney. Think about what the market expects from these brands in terms of safety and care for their audience. 
Take a look at this. This is Roblox's homepage. If we just click the avatar shop and then collectibles, we arrive at something that looks totally normal, but only gets more jaw dropping the more you study it. A shop where any Roblox user, no matter their age, can gamble, potentially making big real life profits, but more likely losing some or all of their investment. What you're looking at here are collectible cosmetics that Roblox either sells a limited number of or sells for a limited time. Most recently as tie-ins with brands like Vans, the YouTuber KSI or Swedish pop star Zara Larsson. And once this initial sale period is over, the only way that kids can get them is either by swapping items with other Roblox users or buying them direct from other it Sounds like NFT for kids. It really, really sounds like NFTs for kids. Oh my, oh my. I had, like, I well, I not I had. I have a very gnarly segment on NFTs after this. Uh, but now I guess I have two, because what the fuck? Why? <sighs> Roblox. The Roblox users. And because the cornerstone of Roblox's economy is kids trying to look cool in front of other kids, these items immediately skyrocket in value from the $5 or $10 that Roblox sells them for. For example, here's a sparkly blue fedora that sells, on average, for 15,000 US dollars. But the important part here is that Roblox always takes a 30% cut to ah, any sale that happens. Ah, fantastic. Okay, so you, you have items that sell as high as $15,000. Can you imagine, like, like there's probably now so many horror stories where mom's like, oh, fuck, there's this huge charge on the credit card. What's this $1,000 charge for? It says, like, to the Roblox Corporation. It's like, oh, I needed Roblox dollars to buy some aesthetic items. But they're non-fungible. You know, we can't, I, they're, they're not going to be exchanged for anything else. I'm the only one who has one. Platform. So the more absurdly overpriced these items get, the more money Roblox makes. There are so many reasons that this is dangerous and irresponsible. I don't know if Roblox knows much about kids, but they tend to not understand the value of money and they tend to make bad decisions. We spoke to an Australian teenager called Jack who does a good job of showing why Roblox continuing to mint and profit from these collectibles is a nauseating example of the company putting profits before the well-being of its audience. When Jack was 13, he managed the impressive feat of making a hit Roblox game, he called it Secret Pet Hatching Simulator, which made him 200,000 Robux. And in a heartbeat, he'd spent it. Uh, it was really stupid back then, but like I spent it on stuff in the catalogue instead of debexing it into real money, which I really regret now. I spent like half of it and bought like two faces and a hat. And then um, after the other 100,000 finished pending and I got it in my account, um, I wanted this bigger item. It was called the Silver King of the Night. There's a, there are multiple answers to this, so I'm going to have to ask you, why did you do this? Honestly, like, because I'd been playing the game for like four years at that point, and like I'd always been like looking in the catalogue, always wanting those items, and like... You know, just finally being able to afford them. My mind just told me to go for it, you know? Worse, buying these items pushed Jack below the 100,000 Robux minimum withdrawal amount, so Jack had just gone from receiving a paycheck of almost a thousand Australian dollars from Roblox to having a paycheck of zero dollars. What would you have done with that money if you had it? With that money, I think I would have kept like 300 in savings just for a later life, and um, I would have spent the other 550 probably to upgrade my setup and buy a new master keyboard and stuff. Okay, you would have upgraded your hardware that would have been useful, I would say, for a, yeah. a young game developer. Yeah. Why is Roblox selling to children items that cost, like, hundreds of Australian dollars? Yeah, it's pretty mind-boggling. Like, I would never spend that much money in real life. But Jack's story gets worse. It's not just irresponsible of Roblox to sell kids. How does it keep getting worse? I totally agree. Every single thing. I'm like, wait, what? What? 
you you don't have forums anymore, so you've kind of moved everything into discords because in discords you don't really have to worry about the liability if there is actual pedophiles going after kids, which there is, which there is, and also they set up these little private corporations where people can fuck each other over and again fuck over kids. Like I guess uh, that part is the life lesson where it's like, well, yeah, sometimes business partners will just team up and then uh, form a corporation and fuck over all their employees. Again, you're doing this all to children, though. That's like that's the the part of this. And then the, the NFTs, and then NFTs in in the middle of everything. Kids, these items. It is dangerous for Roblox to let kids be in possession of assets that are this expensive. After Jack had bought these items, a Roblox developer that he'd been talking to for a couple of months that he thought was his friend sent Jack a file that Jack thought was an asset to help with Jack's next game. I downloaded this file off the Roblox website, which actually contained a cookie. You can get into their account just by having the cookie. He sold the limited items for like pretty cheaply and made a quick, like I think it was like 50K after he sold them. I hate myself because of it. Cause like with that money, I could have made like my parents proud. Jack then went through Roblox's appeals process and they responded that they couldn't help because Jack had sold the items himself. Jack sent in another ticket and got the same response. Jack sent in a third ticket and this time got the response that they couldn't help him because the transactions had happened more than 30 days ago. But at least Jack still had his profitable hit game, right? Well, no, because in another win for Roblox's superb moderation, his game has been deleted through no fault of his own. In Roblox Studio, there's something called the Toolbox, where like you can get assets made by other people and use them for your own game. And then the game got banned because I wasn't allowed to use something that Roblox had provided to me. Some stranger, it turned out, had harvested resources from someone else's game and uploaded them to the Toolbox illegally. Which meant Jack was using them illegally, even though he'd been provided them by official Roblox channels, and his game, his work, his income was deleted. Jack's learning Unity now. But all of this, this selling collectibles to kids, is actually only half of what makes the collectibles market so disturbing. Because the market tells all Roblox users what the original price of these items was and a chart of how that price has changed, Roblox has created and continues to support a stock market for users to gamble on on their children's platform, with Roblox continuing to take a cut each and every time they're sold between players. This. You know what's wild is before this was made public, like, if this is as prolific as it is, what did they say? Like 47 million users? Uh, one of the largest forms of child entertainment now that no one knew about this? Like, they had to have had multiple meetings. So many different parts of the company would have had to band together to be like, all right, we are going to launch the fucking NFT store, all right? It's going to be a, an absolute amazing thing. Kids will spend their Roblox or whatever this currency is on these, uh, you know, items. Uh, they'll be limited and then, uh, you know, they, they can trade them and sell them for more and we'll just take a cut on every sale. This is a breathtakingly irresponsible feature to put in a game where around half of the users are aged 12 and under. Especially so when there's wow. no warning anywhere on this page about how much you might lose and no upper limit of how much you can spend. Whether you have a few hundred dollars, a few thousand, or a few tens of thousands, there are items here for you to buy. Roblox does have this warning pop-up that the exchange are about to do involves real money, but this is only shown when you're buying Robux, something most parents will do for their kids with a credit card. If you're a kid who wants to spend their money, there's no such warning. Look at this. You can buy collectible as easy as click and a click and my money's gone. There is a reason that societies do not allow children to gamble. It's because you can't rely on them to have a firm understanding of money, of risk, of addiction. Most adults I know don't have a firm understanding Three. I, was, I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to throw too much shade at kids there, okay? Like, uh, yeah, adults have a lot of problems with gambling too, okay? And it's gone. And it's just, and it's gone. And, you know, come on. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, I, I'm very happy a whole bunch of people had those amazing stories during the like the height of the Doge craze, uh, craze where they're all like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, I got to pay my medical bills and everything because I made like $10,000 on Doge. Uh, but I'm sure there's a ton of horror stories where it's like people who got in right before that massive collapse and were like, yeah, I, I took out like, you know, a hundred grand, bet it all on this, and now it's worth like $10,000. Shit. Rode in the back of a taxi with the driver telling me his winning strategy for roulette. Is Roblox allowed on Twitch? I'm going to guess a huge, without even checking, yes, because uh, cryptocurrency gambling is allowed on Twitch. That's like, that's Trainwreck's entire show now. Every single time I, I, I see him in the, like, the list of the biggest streamers and it's uh, like 20,000 plus viewers, it's because he's doing slots. He's doing Bitcoin or Ethereum-based cryptocurrency slot trading. Bet for 20 minutes. But even worse, because gambling and investing are both seen as adult activities, kids are going to be that much more likely to want to do those activities because kids want to act like adults. Roblox should be warning children about the collectibles market, not encourage them, and certainly not trying to keep the whole future continuing. You can buy two faces and a hat now, nowhere. And working with pop stars to get kids excited. To date, they have minted 12 Garettos, different handbags. And just as a point of reference, actual adult stock market trading apps are required by law to issue a warning that you can lose as well as make money. People Made Games was contacted by one source who made a lot of money trading these collectible items and today works in venture capital. He was only one to speak to oh, us on condition uh, of, of total course. anonymity, which is why his quotes are going to be read by my colleague. Chris hey, Brown. total sidebar, uh, since I have so many people watching right now, if you haven't listened to it, check out um, It Could Happen Here, the podcast, the last four-part series they did on neoliberalism. I own. know a lot of people use just neoliberalism as the thing I don't like, like fucking neoliberals. But if you want to learn the history of neoliberalism, how it became uh, the dominant global ideology, uh, then I would definitely recommend that. And it's really interesting how they go through all these different stages. They go all the way from basically post-World War II uh, and like uh, Mises and like the Chicago School all the way up to uh, the modern era and the most fascinating ones obviously being uh, Reagan and Thatcher and that entire uh, part. And the only reason I'm bringing this up randomly now is because he just mentioned venture capitalists and I remember listening to it like uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, They talk about how after Reagan in the United States successfully smashed so many unions, the worst one obviously being uh, the Air Traffic Controllers Union, which I think had something like a, a huge amount of people, they helped Reagan win the election. They, 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 they backed Reagan. Reagan stabbed them in the back, destroyed the union by firing all of the people who worked there, and then they just rehired them. That started this wave of anti-unionization in the United States that continues to this day. It's the reason the U.S. now only has 12% unionization is because of this uh, as is because of the legacy of Reagan it's been going all the way down by doing that action he showed to other corporations if you fire your entire workforce it's not the end of your business like and you might even be able to get a government bailout if you're going to show a mass net loss and then you replace your workforce so you can get rid of unions and you can start to pay them way less you can start to give them way less salaries way less benefits all that kind of stuff as that like process continues it combines with uh, Wall Street taking on corporations. You see, corporations in the United States, in and of themselves, weren't always these multinational, enormous companies that simply are just like faceless and their own like countries in the amount of money they produce and the amount of money that they can also get away with not paying. They were also like old-fashioned uh, companies started by just, uh, you know, a mum and a pop and uh, all of a sudden it became this big thing and then the next generation inherited it and it's a massive liquor company and then it became this industry and all this kind of stuff. They got taken over by Wall Street. Wall Street starts pouring a whole bunch of money into these corporations uh, to gut them. 
to, to like across the board in America, you have this massive overtaking of companies by investment bankers, uh, by uh, trust fund babies, by Wall Street bankers, all that kind of stuff. And they start to gut and monopolize and combine uh, a lot of corporations, which again, funnels all like today in America, you have this weird situation where like so few companies do everything. This was the start of that process. And like, it's, it's, it's wild. Like I, I wholly recommend listening to it. As you, as you can see, it was, it was, interesting enough that i retained some information from that episode so there you are uh, i don't think they rehired him i think their ban on federal employment was lifted by clinton uh, okay uh they would enslave people if it wasn't so distasteful in public opinion thatcher's grave is the only british gender neutral toilet <laughs> oh bravo bravo uh yeah 10 points um uh, it's uh, it's a podcast on iHeartRadio linked by Stitches. Uh, it's called It Could Happen Here. It's the same. It's uh, it's the same people who uh, make Behind the Bastards. Uh, I'm sure all of you like uh, Robert Evans and Behind the Bastards. Same 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 team. It's a little the team's a little bigger now. Um, and uh, their new series, this new season of It Could Happen Here, is really really good. Yeah. I recommend it. Sorry. Sorry. That was a derail. Thank you again uh, for those massive uh, gifties, Trev. And uh, we're back to see the thrilling conclusion of this horrifying, horrifying uh, story. Uh, Metal Turtle, thank you for the hype. I appreciate it. Ultimately, what they've made here is something that lets kids trade extremely valuable, non-fungible tokens. And they can't actually do that because of the nightmare of regulations they would have to navigate. Even the currency of Robux right now, the legality of that is really questionable. We asked Roblox, with regards to the collectible store, does Roblox consider it responsible to market items costing tens of thousands of dollars to children? And does Roblox consider it responsible to display statistics such as a price chart and original price for collectibles, implying that children can make money buying such items? Roblox did not respond. Although in response to a different question, they did tell us that parents can set spending limits on Roblox. But judging by the amount of headlines around the world of kids running up outrageous bills accidentally, you've got to wonder if this is a setting that should be switched on by default. But also, spending limits that parents can turn on is hardly a bulletproof solution when users on Roblox can make money themselves without involving their parents at any point. And this brings us on to part four. This is our talking. So for almost a decade, there's been a black market on Roblox. It's been an important part of the economy for at least 10 years, and no one's really talked about it because the only ones in the know are the ones participating in it. The black market that I was talking about there includes websites like oprewards.io, rbx.place. So what do any of these websites do? Well, you know how if you're selling one of these expensive collectible items on Roblox, Roblox will take 30% of the sales price? And do you remember how Roblox buys your Roblox at just a horrible rate so you don't get much actual cash for the Robux you sell? These websites connect Roblox users who want to buy or sell collectibles and Roblox users who want to buy or sell their Robux. So if you're a kid who wants a Roblox Gucci handbag for cheap, you can buy it straight from a seller. Or if you're a Roblox developer who wants to turn the Robux their game earns into a bigger real life paycheck, you can sell your Robux to users directly and Holy fuck. <laughs> you know, it's like, again, how can it keep getting worse? And it just does somehow. Um, I bet if Roblox hadn't pressured them to delete that first video, they wouldn't have gone so far as making this next one. And so now it's so much worse than it ever was before. I really hope like major media outlets start to pick this up. Like this is the kind Clean of stuff that room. they always talk about. You'll always hear like uh, there's a new toy on the market, but did you know it's potentially dangerous to your children? Find out more at 11. Like how about there's an existing toy that's been existing for a very long time. Your kids probably play it. They probably have for a while. Did you know? <laughs> like here you go.
make way more money. This hasn't been talked about for various reasons. Obviously, if Roblox is going public on the stock market, then it's not the greatest look for them if there's been this underground black market of kids buying and selling from each other. And because these trades are happening outside of Roblox, there's no way they can moderate it or even track trades to punish scammers. But also, let's be clear, as anyone who has tried yeah, pirating anything kids. ever will know, illegal websites are not safe places for kids to end up. There's malware, credit card phishing, scams, hidden fees. These websites will make kids watch videos or fill out forms. To say nothing of the fact that kids have to get legally creative when it comes to how to put their money into these sites. Now, it is in no way surprising that these websites exist. What is surprising is how many of them there are and how the most popular ones have been up and running for years. That makes no sense when they completely undermine Roblox's business model. And the reason R said that they're still alive is that they are now fundamental to Roblox's economy. Everybody is using these sites from top game developers down. Of course, people who get caught doing it, their accounts are banned. So Roblox has to somewhat enforce it. But at the same time, most people turn to that because DevX, the term for officially converting Robux to real world money, is kind of a gamble in the first place. Because if you have limitations or bans or anything like that, or if you're not a community member in good standing, you might not be able to DevX. Roblox can't crack down on it because they just get backlash. So they turn a blind eye to it. We encourage our users to keep their interactions and communications on the platform where we are able to monitor and intervene. Often, scams and other abuses happen off the platform on other sites. This is why it is expressly against our policies to direct users off-site. Really, Roblox? Is it really against your policy to direct users off-site? What about your company-wide policy of not acknowledging the existence of websites that give your users more money if they go off-site? What about your decision to shut down the Roblox forums because you couldn't create a, quote, constructive and positive environment? Where did you think those users were going to go? People Make Games will probably not be making another video on Roblox because, frankly, investigating this company is just super depressing. The platform today is almost inconceivably massive and getting more power and more money by the day. In fact, just as we were finishing putting this video together, Roblox released their latest earnings report and the company skyrocketed in value once again. Roblox is now officially bigger than Nintendo. And this success is alarming. What? What? Oh! <laughs> we earned a level five train. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's what's shocking. That's that's what's making me do a spit take. Yeah, it's not 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 that. Not not the fact that Nintendo just got dethroned by Roblox, the fucking NFT gambling site for kids. Oh man, bleak timeline, bleak timeline. Uh, I mean, like at least we're on the we're like we're in the know like we're we're kind of on the other side of like we we not only recognize that this is wrong but we we can see where all these things are headed the, the logical conclusion of all of this but holy shit god damn roblox because roblox right now is setting the standard for what society expects in the future of digital labor of internet child safety and accountability of big tech the ceo of molino made like 70 million dollars in a few days with his nft scam game wait what Alias McDow? Is 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 there any truth to that? Because if so, that's horrifying. I thought I thought he was just disappearing from from relevance ever since like he got boosted or booted from YouTube. Clean up your room. His bit shoot is like a graveyard, uh, both for views and like for uploads. Roblox now has a net worth in the billions. The company makes decisions that affect tens of millions of young people. And yet when we ask them questions where Roblox's own policies appear actively harmful to their young users, we were told that we weren't being objective, while this company refused to even admit the existence of the collectibles. Oh, Stop. Peter Molyneux. Okay, I thought you meant Stefan Molyneux. And I was like, what the hell? Stefan Molyneux has $70 million? That's like, well, the reason it was so upsetting to me is like, that's very room. dangerous. Like, he's a very powerful white nationalist if he has $70 million out of nowhere. Like, now a whole bunch of organizations are going to get, like, a whole bunch of money from that. Like, that's really scary. No, no, no. Okay. All right.
stock market that they created, of Thanks, the underground Cheeto. black market website that they allowed to exist. They didn't say anything to us about this questionable reality of kids working underneath other kids. They told us that we weren't seeing the bigger picture while refusing to even admit the existence of whole parts of this picture. This isn't PR. This is gaslighting. So, considering that People Make Games probably won't be doing another video on Roblox, we want to try and wrap this all up, give you some kind of conclusion or takeaway on all of this. Whatever you might find concerning about Roblox as a platform, all of it feels to me like a natural consequence of a company with a profit motive able to act under next to no scrutiny. I'm a journalist of technology and games, and it took me months to unpick how Roblox operates, and that was only with the help of dozens of Roblox users explaining things to me. What hope do most parents and politicians have of understanding exactly what their kids are doing on Roblox True. or with who? Or the many True. and varied ways that Roblox Corporation is profiting from them. And I don't think Roblox has any inclination to help parents and politicians understand exactly how their business works. Because right now, Roblox is making money hand over fist. And they're not going to want to do anything that gets in the way of that. No matter how many young people shout that this is not a platform that values their well-being. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. Uh, kind of depressing, eh? Um, if you'd yeah. like to thank us for our work, there's one big... Yeah, it was bad enough until will. you mentioned that they're more successful than Nintendo. Now, now I'm like, ah, fuck. All right, I have an idea. I have an idea, chat. Because I saw a lot of people in both chats saying that uh, either they uh, use Roblox or the kids use Roblox. If someone here makes a Roblox game... Uh, in which it reveals all the horrible practices of Roblox uh, as kind of like an infiltrating, deprogramming thing. Doesn't have to be flashy. Can just be a simple room that a character walks around in that has like, hey, by the way, did you know Roblox uh, promotes gambling to children? Uh, is very dangerous and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, Click here to learn more and the link to this video or something like that. Uh, I will, I will uh, promote your Roblox game uh, in uh, on on stream somehow. I don't know. I'll, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get some eyes on it. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times, and if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold, basically thesurfs.tv, you'll find us there, twitter.com slash thesurfstv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help, and yeah, we hope to see you soon. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we will build a ladder to heaven to deliver you the daily news. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are your most humble of clownish jesters. To our lords, Trevor R. and Alexander Thaler, you have our undying fealty. To our knights of the round table, Nate, that one guy, Hagbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariana McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Ants are still running the world. Coulter Smith, Tom Grow, Val 9000, Jenna Tal, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Riley and Anna, Omni, Poodlehawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Janice, Lemmy 101, Anthropophojack, Saren 42, Chronic to Hemp Hog, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Violent Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Cheringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We shall meet you in the tavern, and we raise a drink, and we salute you.